do 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 what do here we go yeah all right welcome to bathtub full of questions reporting live from an actual bathtub nobody talked us out of it we're here a second week and i don't know yes, i don't sir. know i don't know what it is about the bathtub that elucidates conversation it might be it might be the the discomfort or the close quarters or both of my legs and my butt and my back are all numb now. Yeah, no, yeah. It took a while to set this up, so we we we've already been in here for about forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, practice uh, makes perfect, baby. Come on, when you've got that spotty Wi-Fi, be like that. So, um, it is your host Chet, and, and um, oh, you go, just You're Andrew. Gonna, you want to go by Andrew? Just Andrew. Yeah, okay. This, yeah, this is my good friend Andrew Sims, who will be joining <laughs> us this week. Um, Tim sadly was unable to make it. He's in the land of a thousand lakes right now. I thought his name was Chet. No, I'm Chet. He's I Tim. Thought, I thought he was Chet Betcha. Yeah, but he's like, oh, that might be hard to remember, so I'll just be Tim. Yeah, I, I mean, Tim's easier. And we also wrote TJ on the mm-hmm. episode title last Whatever week. Whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that this morning. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> I was like, that's not. Tim, nor is it Chechi Betcha. Anyway, um, we're we're in the bathtub again, and it is hotter than last week. I don't know. So we're we're recording from Columbus, and it's just been a week of just – it's not fun hot anymore. It's it literally – Stuff it's, your head in a yeah, refrigerator it's a, hot. It's, it's the type of hot where you go outside, and it just hurts. Like, yeah. you're just in pain. Yeah, like you're outside of – you're outside for one minute in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're like, yep, that's enough for today. Uh, like, everything is like – like sticky and stuck together oh, yeah, and yeah. like yeah it's nasty but hey we're all yeah, Albany. Yeah, that was fun yeah ohio all fun. right anyway so i'm what, really what, excited what are we going to talk about today anyway? i got to pick this week uh, Trump, and Trump we're talking about <laughs> sorry <Jet. laughs> and we're talking about cryptozoology which i am super pumped about so what is uh, that those of you who are uninitiated to the world of cryptozoology it is um, so at- Probably pretty much, yeah. Pretty literally much, everybody. It's probably literally every single person that there there is. Yeah. So um, yeah. So they probably use a good exp- probably could use a helpful explanation. So cryptozoology is a pseudoscience and subculture that aims to prove the existence of entities from folklore record known as cryptids. So basically, there are things we don't know if they exist or not. Yeah. So like Bigfoot, bunch of different, you know, kind of like the thing. I don't Bigfoot, know if you watched Yeti. Or the the abominable snowman, or Loch Ness monster, chupacabra, the boogeyman. The boogeyman doesn't. doesn't just wait on it. Just wait on okay. it. Okay. Just wait on it. But uh, yeah, so I um the reason I picked this is I I watch those shows like crazy, like Monster Quest on History Channel. River monsters. That those are real. Those are real scientifically discovered fish. No, no. no. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure those are real fish. Oof. She's off to a great start. We haven't even gotten to the intro yet. Let's get to the intro. A talk show where he doesn't, we, the hosts don't know what they're talking about. Um, but yeah, I, I love Monster Quest. Um, it was a show where they like tried to find Bigfoot. And I was dumb enough to watch Sasquatch Hunters on Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, yeah. we, we, got, we, got this record, we got this radar that there's a family of Sasquatches over this hill. <laughs> and then the commercial break. 
well, they were here, but they're no longer here. We're going to get them next week. And that was like every episode. I'm like, you know, who's stupid enough to watch this? Me. Because <laughs> I want Bigfoot to be real. But uh, sweet. So uh, let's dive right in. get right into it um so the format for this week is we're gonna each present we're gonna take turns presenting a case for a cryptid or one of these fake creatures to exist and then real or real or we'll see that's what we're gonna decide (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna decide at the end if if we think it's real or not um and then you're welcome to be a part of that conversation too um make your form your own opinions rip us Um, destroy us cancel us i don't know Dude, I was thinking about this earlier today, and what's so funny about, like, the people who go into the field of cryptozoology, instead of studying real animals, which some of which we have not even discovered yet, they dedicate their lives to things that probably don't exist. That's like what Like, what goes through your head when you're, like, yeah, because it's like, yeah, would I rather have a productive life studying real things in front of me or do a fake science of fake things? (laughs) <laughs> like if you're interested in animals just like i don't know study animals like, not the wow, fake ones gee, i want to be a cook so you want to know what i'm gonna go do what i don't know <laughs> <laughs> good we're after a good start yeah that's just kind of like i don't know it's kind of like studying fake paintings almost i know right? like why if you love art why would you study fake paintings i don't know anyway um that's for we're not to decide the validity of the field of cryptozoology just mm-hmm. its findings. So, um, oh yeah, another background. Uh, so this field was started by a Belgian zoologist who published On the Track of Unknown Animals. Um, and that kind of just started a conversation about uh, monsters and creepy things that may be in the remote parts of the world. Or mm-hmm. right in your backyard. Ooh. You mean it wasn't that guy from Harry Potter? Oh, Hag- Hagrid? Yeah. That's funny you didn't know his first name. Like, I feel like you're a bigger fan no, than even Hagrid, me. Not Hagrid, not Hagrid, but what's his name? Um, he's the guy who, Eddie Ray... Eddie Ray, oh, uh, Newt's Commander? Yeah, Newt's Commander. Fun fact, uh, I spoiled Half-Blood Prince uh, 10 years after it came out to this guy. And I still haven't let it let it go. No, he still hasn't let um, it go. He didn't know Dumbledore died. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go again! See, you keep getting mad at me. There you go again! Sorry, scream warning. That's just not, there you go again. That's just not a spoiler. That's like... It is a spoiler because that's what happens at the end. That's what spoilers are. You want to know what we can just, we can forget this and let's just spoil the truth and destroy and cancel the validity, the validity, why can I not say that, of uh, cryptozoology. That's what, Give us your first case. That, well, well, let me, let me finish this point that you brought up. That's like, that's like spoiling the... Darth Vader is Luke's father in 1995. It's still a spoiler. It's like you had Does that no... change the fact that it's still a spoiler? Yeah, but you you had no reason not to see it by then. It's but like a cultural phenomenon. It's still a Who spoiler. hadn't read or seen Harry Potter? Anyway, we are getting off track, and we are going to table this argument for right after we're done recording. That's going to be my choice. But um, I guess I will start, since it's my week. I'm going to talk about... The man, the myth, the legend, Sasquatch. So there's actually, um, this is actually one of the only ones I actually believe in. So brace yourself. Bigfoot's real. I'm going to explain why. Um, 
So basically, there have been sightings of a large hairy ape man around 8 to 10 feet tall in the Pacific Northwest for about 200 years, dating back to Native American accounts. And what's so compelling about um, not only Sasquatch, but the like abominable snowman, even the Yeti falls in this category of basically we have fossil evidence of this 10 foot tall bipedal ape named Gigantopithecus that lived in China during the ice age. And what likely happened is that Gigantopithecus crossed the Siberian land bridge into the U S and that's how we have Bigfoot. And what's also interesting is that around that area of the land bridge, the U S there's tons and tons and tons of, ape man myths mm. like there's the Yeren in china mm. there's the yeti in nepal mm. in the himalayas uh, and then we have all we have bigfoot in the pacific northwest um oh i thought this is funny there's <laughs> bigfoot in florida is called the skunk ape the skunk isn't ape? that isn't that just so fitting isn't i feel that like the so skunk florida? ape is like the name you get for your drunk uncle yeah <laughs> it's just like i don't know it's just like so perfectly encapsulates the state of florida beautiful i'm like that's that's what they call hey, their everglades baby florida Come on. and bigfoot but yeah, so that's like, I'm like, whoa. And of course, like I was a big Sasquatch Hunters fan and they were always on the verge of finding a Bigfoot family who always eluded them at the last second. But yeah, so yeah. And these, these ape man myths have pervaded many cultures for centuries. And it's more than likely that uh, I, Bigfoot's real. Changed my mind. So I'm going to like say, I think Bigfoot's real. Based on the evidence I presented, what do you think, Sims? Um, I think it's definitely a, a, a fair articulation um, that because that the Siberian Strait you're talking about, that's the, the Bering Strait, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I mean, we know just through historical phenomenon, given the great philosopher Sarah Palin, um, that – uh, <laughs> you that not only – and in, you, all you need to do is just look at a map that um, Siberia or, in other words – um, Eastern Russia is um, very, very, very close to a, a tip of Alaska. And even today, um, there's like a big an ice bridge that you can even walk across. Um, so, so you think it's real? It's, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've swayed me that it's real. <laughs> I don't know if you've swayed me that it's real. But I will say I am definitely more adept to be interested in Sasquatch. I do feel like there's a, there's a culture of an individual of the people who often go out and hunt for Sasquatch often. Yeah. Often deter me from wanting to believe in Sasquatch. Yeah. That's the other thing is like, that's the only thing that catches me up is it's like, well, it's this 10 foot tall ape man. Mm -hmm. Like, how have we not found it in 200 years? Exactly. Like we find, we've discovered new kinds of butterflies every month, but we can't find Probably the largest mammal on the continental U.S. I don't know. We can find if. Hey, all I'm saying is if if we can find Sasquatch, we can find me a girlfriend. That's all I'm saying. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Oh, all the ladies hey. listening. Um. Okay, so Bigfoot is real. You heard it here first. Let's move on. Um. You want to go ahead with yeah. Your first so pick, I. Dr. So my Sam. first one. My my first one in the rotation is um one you've probably all heard of um. Uh, from the well-accredited, uh, not only group of philosophers, but the ingenious group uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the Scooby-Doo the, the Scooby uh, uh, feature on this, but they had one show on the Loch Ness Monster. Um, um, the Loch Ness Monster's not real. You don't think the Loch Ness Monster's real? I am like the first to buy into a conspiracy theory. 
but I do not think the Loch Ness Monster is real. Not even a chance. No, because it's like, if we haven't found Bigfoot, who at least has trees to hide behind, yeah. how have we not found He's got a, whole a lake. way larger, a way larger Sora, plesiosaur dinosaur, aquatic reptile, sorry, marine reptile. That's better. Living in one of the most highly trafficked lakes in Scotland. Well, now that Mearson has effectively stolen my thunder, um, I was okay, trying no, no, to no, make no, it no, 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 okay, so... Just for our shampoo listeners. bomb. Yeah, shampoo just fell on me. So. Shampoo bomb. Okay, who who used freshwater men's collection? I'm about oh, to. Oh, two in one hair and body wash. Mm-hmm. What? Welcome to the life of of boys and men. I, I yeah, I think it's from having long hair that made me appreciate conditioner. Yeah. Also, like I just can't imagine having having to put up with long hair your whole yeah. life. I had six months of it or a year of it. And I was like, nope. That's really funny. But yeah. two and one. The joke. Uh, yeah, the joke. That's a worse crime than the funny. The, 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 the funny. The funny meme I saw was um, how often you see. Um, uh, often it's like I've had this conversation with uh, one of my friends that is a girl, and she was like, "I feel like I spend so much money on trying to get my skin clear, and then you have boys <laughs> that are like." I put three in one shampoo on my face <laughs> <laughs> and have clearer skin than me. That that yeah made chimpanzees' hair fall out during test trials. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, wait, let's let. All right, I'm gonna hear you out. Okay, let's hear me out. Evidence. Hear me out. One. So 100 percent, without a doubt, Loch Ness monster is fake. <laughs> <We're> not. <laughs> there's just no. There's no way. We're okay. Not even here. An let me let me let me let me just put forth what I do know. So the Loch Ness. So the word Loch is actually Scottish for the word lake. So um, Loch Ness is a very skinny lake, um, almost kind of from a from a, a uh, aerial view. It almost even kind of looks like a river. But Loch Ness is um, also the largest uh, water mass in all of uh, continental, um, uh, continental UK. So, um, or continental England, I guess I should say. Um, so it is not only the longest, but it's it's also extremely, extremely, extremely deep. I did some research. You're and saying it's it has around, a lot of places to hide. It has a lot of places to hide. And on top of having a lot of places to hide, it's extremely murky. And on top of it being murky, it's very, very cold water. And cold water often is associated with um, healthier water. So that means more likely there's a larger uh, biodiversity. So that means um, an ecosystem of, of things to be preyed on, eaten, stuff like that. And, like, I don't know, the most compelling argument I heard is that maybe Loch, Loch Ness, the lake itself, was connected to the ocean, mm-hmm. and yes. a plesiosaur got trapped. Mm-hmm. But come on, like, like, yeah. like, a, like we wouldn't have found that? We haven't yeah. found Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. But before we keep, before we kick, yeah, I know exactly, before we keep kicking, though, um, the first sighting of Loch Ness, and this is going to tie into something more to another creature I'm going to get to talk about. The first sighting was from St. Columba. Ooh, um, yeah, St. Columba. And it's kind of funny. It turned out that, the, yeah, literally, literally there was someone and spotted it. And I think what I read was it tickled, it like kind of swam by and kind of tickled um, the foot of someone. And they told St. Columbo, and this, mind you, this is, 556 AD, and he literally just rebuked it. He said, pure Pentecostal style. He said, in the name of Jesus, leave. <laughs> and apparently it left. So I don't know. But since ever, ever since, it has been embedded in Scottish folklore, um, which um, also it, it, uh, since this, it, it's 
been a very prominent myth. Um, but to Dude, credit, what were you gonna say? No, that's just kind of funny because it's like St. Patrick drove out the snakes, but Patriots of Scotland drove out a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. but too bad um, it's not real. Too bad it's not real. Hey, we have our own. We have we have our own Loch Ness monster in in Ohio, Bessie. Yes, Lake got, Erie monster. Yeah, we've got the Lake Erie monster named Bessie. Hey, you didn't know. Hey, the Lake Erie monsters broke the uh, Cleveland curse. AHL yes, Cup. Yes, yes sir. sir. Culture Cup. Um, but to further press on what Mearson was saying, it's not really believed. Um, and I've got three points that kind of discredit, um, that discredit Loch Ness Monster. First off, the plesiosaur is a dinosaur or it's a, um, and, and it's believed that the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, an aquatic reptile. Um, if it really was believed that there could have been a very, very old aquatic reptile, I feel like paleontologists would flock to this area, and that's not the case. On top of that, like historically, um, Loch Ness, even if it would have been connected at one point in time to the ocean, we know now it's not connected to the ocean, and it doesn't have a large enough um, ecosystem for a colony, if if anything, or even just one, to be able to survive on its own. Yeah, so, I mean, and it wasn't the most famous photo just a toy submarine. Exactly. Yeah. So the you bring up another great point. The it's called the surgeon's photograph, um, and it that's kind of like I I know I can't. I'll try to describe the picture, but I can't show it to you. But it's like the think, one you think of if you see think of. Yeah, if, if you think of it, it's it's exactly the one that you think of. It's it's like it's. From like the 30s, I think, yeah. 1930s. Black and it's and like white. black and white, and you can just kind of see a black mass. But it turned out it looked like it was just – it turned out that it was really just a dude who was um, playing with wood putty and connected wood putty to like a, a submarine toy. Dude, that's messed up. So um, What's like- for, for what it's worth, Loch Ness Monster, you have been canceled. Canceled. Loch Ness Monster. You enter here first. Back to full of questions. Loch Ness Monster, canceled. Also, right. like, what's the, like, what's the motivation behind faking a photo? It's like, you can't get like any money out of that. Like, especially back in the thirties. Yeah, like what? And you have a world yeah. war to worry about. <laughs> than- Great Depression. He was high. He was, we just figured it out. He was he was balling on a budget. He was trying to make money <laughs> out there because it was the Great Depression. All right. Yep. Lockers monster definitively canceled. All right. Now, Mason okay. Hit it. Now this is this is my favorite cryptid of all time, and I. I 100% believe this is real. Okay, so it's called the Mokele Mbembe. Mm-hmm. And what it is, it what? is this sauropod dinosaur, or like long neck dinosaur, that lives deep in the Congo jungle. And in Congolese, Mokele Mbembe means one who stopped the river flow. Um, is he that fat? Yeah, he's, he's big. <laughs> he's big. He got a big old booty. Right. Get it, sauropod! But um, so basically, the reason why this one is so compelling is, well, first of all, we first knew about it in the West from a bunch of different adventurers who went to the Congo. Um, basically, two independent sources described the natives describing something that was half dragon, half elephant, and scaleless that lived deep in the jungles of the Congo Basin. Uh, that was around 1909. And apparently, this thing killed hippos. Oh. Which are like one of the most dangerous animals in Africa. And what's so interesting is that this could very well be real because the Congo jungle, as we know it, is very is very unexplored. Mm-hmm. It's not very accessible politically because of like 
the instability of the Democratic Republic mm-hmm. of the Congo mm-hmm. and just like physically inaccessible. Um, and yeah, now there's another German adventure who tried to shoot it and they say it like lives in caves and like destroys canoes. But the most, the most, okay, this is the part that actually makes me believe in Mukele and Bembe because what happened is this team, I think it was like only a few years ago, this team went around with pictures of a long neck dinosaur to these remote tribes that had no conception of dinosaurs or what, the, like they had no idea what a dinosaur looked like, no internet, no cable, no Western conceptions of dinosaurs. And they were like, yep, yeah, we know what that is. Yep, that's Mukele and Bembe. These remote villages that had no contact with the outside uh, world. Uh, I was like, what? I, I did, I've done, <laughs> I've done, that's funny. I've done a lot of research on the DRC to the point to where I've even considered moving there. And after hearing that, I don't know. Oh, no. I, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Dang. How scary would that be? You're like in a little canoe and you just be like, oh. literally <laughs> like pure Kraken style. And what's also kind of <laughs> ominous. <laughs> What's also kind of ominous is that apparently any all the recorded Mokele and Bembe attacks, they he kills people, but he doesn't eat their bodies. Uh uh-uh, uh, like just takes like a toenail or something. Yeah, I don't know. He's got just like a necklace of toenails. So like all this makes me believe. If I believe in one cryptid, if I'm putting my money on a racehorse, it's Mokele and Bembe. But not Chupacabra. <laughs> no. no. Who believes in the Chupacabra? Are you gonna talk about that next? Am I just roasting all your picks? Benjamin, you, I think Benjamin Radford would disagree with you. Okay, we'll get right into that. I'll get right First into that. First of all, I so my vote definitively it does exist. Ooh. What do you I, do you think it exists? Come on. It probably does. Let's go! Alright. So we just decided McKelly Bembe exists. So mm-hmm. you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Hey, DRC. We're making July a, uh, official McKelly and Bembe Awareness Month. Alright, PM Theo, if you're hearing this. For whatever weird reason, you should monetize the McKellie and Bembe. Is that the prime minister? Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. A, wow, good political knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I told you. I I wrote a um a thirty six page case study on the DRC and what's happening there today. So it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. Right. It's real. It's real. Do you want to get on to the? Yeah. So the chupacabra. If you ever heard of it, this is also an the. Scooby-Doo also made a TV show about the Chupacabra, which that, so that doesn't the, say anything. Yeah, the Chupacabra special was better than the And the, I watched that one. one. I definitely have watched the Chupacabra one. I think Scooby-Doo had the same idea as us. Because wasn't... Just doing all of, they're, just, <laughs> they're just doing independent studies in all of them and then making films about them just to discredit them that they, the whole time they were really just old man Jenkins under a... Yeah, but like, wasn't the Chupacabra actually real in that special and then the Loch Ness Monster was guys in a plesiosaur suit in the, in the like, in the Scooby-Doo movies? I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah, something like that. Um, All right, tell me, what's the... So, Chupacabra, if you ever heard of it, um, it hails from Puerto Rico, but as I've learned, the original sighting is from Puerto Rico, but... It's either this thing can fly or it can swim or it can do one in between because this thing has been seen all over the place. Literally as far north as Maine. You know how far away Maine is from and how different Maine is from from imagine really? Yeah. <laughs> everything. All of all of it put together. Yeah, compared to uh, Puerto Rico. But the Chupacabra literally stands for um, goat sucker. 
um, which sounds kind of oh, odd. But... Isn't that because the first reported cases were a, far- a Puerto Rican farmer yeah. found sheep that had bite, like yeah. un- unknown bite marks and yeah. blood drained? The chupacabra is often compared to a vampire. Um, and to touch more on what Mearson's talking about, the chupacabra, one of the first sightings in, in March 1995 um, in Puerto Rico um, by what's it's called Patient Zero. Um, her name is Madeline Toliento. Wait, they have Toliento? a Patient Zero patient for zero. monsters. <laughs> exactly, a Patient Zero. Um, and she recorded, she had eight, she discovered eight sheep were discovered dead. What? Each one, every single one, this is kind of odd, but every single one had three puncture puncture wounds apiece, all in the chest area, Damn. reportedly completely drained of blood. Hence the <laughs> vampire. So it's either uh, Ted Bundy Jr. is going around practicing on some sheep, or we actually have an issue. Well, okay, Here, here's my thing about the chupacabra. It's like, it's not even an internally consistent monster. Because some people say it's like an alien, yeah. and some people say it's like a dog, with, or like a stray coyote with mange. Sure. I don't know. It's like if it knew what it was, maybe I'd be more like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like alien community tries to claim it, and like also yeah. like the cryptid community try to claim it. Every, so it's like, every all the all the communities are trying to get the get uh, uh, for the rights of the chupacabra. Yeah. Because and part of the reason is, which I think is really important to understand when it comes to if the chupacabra is real or not, um, the chupacabra actually. Um, like I alluded to before, its first sighting was in 1995, and that may not seem uh, recent, yeah. that that may not seem hello notification. That may not seem super important, but if you compare other extremely famous cryptids, cryptics that we all study, such as the Loch Ness monster, Bessie, the Lake Erie monster, which you probably never heard of, but I just think it's literally a monster in Lake Erie. That's hilarious. Um, the Kraken, Bigfoot, the Yeti, Jersey Devil, the Thunderbird all of which are at least 200 years plus um, of age to where, and a lot of them have important roots in folklore, in their culture, stories have been told about them. And there's also been considerable research. Like for instance, like the Loch Ness Monster is so much research to the point to where it's like, we know without a shadow of a doubt that the Loch Ness Monster probably is not real. So you're just saying, cause it's so recent that. Yeah, so, so I, like, I'm uh, gonna, I'm gonna hit a cop out and don't get mad at me. You can boo me if you want. But my answer is, sadly, maybe not sadly. I, no, you know what? No, I'm proud of this. I am neither going to say yes nor no. Boo. No, because, because and I, I went through it um, and did my own research. And just for your understanding, um, the Loch Ness Monster, like I said earlier, um, it uh, – its first sighting and its first recording is around 556 AD, which is considerably even older than all the other ones. But Bessie, the Lake Erie monster, came around around uh, 1790s. The Kraken was about 1250-ish. Um, Sasquatch or Bigfoot around the 1890s. The Yeti, or also known as the Abominable Snowman, was a, was pre 19th century. Is all I could find. The Jersey Devil is around the 1850s, and the Thunderbird is literally so old that there literally isn't even a given date, given its how so, how 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 fine tuned it is in Native American culture. So basically, it's like it's so new. It's basically the Star Wars prequels of cryptids. Yes, sir. Also, yes, sir. I was thinking about this. And this is just a guy. This is probably going to be a guy thing. But mm-hmm. it, at least in the generation that we grew up, if there was one thing that ch- captured the childhood imagination, 
Mm-hmm. It was General Grievous. Oh my god! Like gosh. how cool? Yeah, he, he wasn't even a Jedi, Gen- but he was Force. He wasn't Force sensitive, but he could use four lightsabers and he's like General Kenobi. <laughs> like I don't know, like yeah. like I had I had the Lego General Grievous. Yes, sir. I always replayed that level in Legos in La- Lego Star Wars the video yes, game. Sir. I had the yeah. masks. I remember that one. It's just so cool. Yes, sir. I remember I had a watch that I literally got from McDonald's because at the time the <laughs> McDonald's was doing promotion during like prequel time. And it literally was for General Grievous and I wore that mug all the time. Okay. I don't know if anyone's going to, I don't know if this is just going to be totally inaccessible reference, but there was this series of Burger King toys to that came out to promote uh, SpongeBob Atlantis Corpanis. And what they were is they were SpongeBob's of different cryptids. Like, there was Mermaid Spongebob, Bigfoot Spongebob, um, Bunyip Spongebob. And I think that was, like, part of the reason why I got so into this back then. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that somehow I tied in a, a reference to a, Burger, a line of Burger King toys. But, but yeah, I remember collecting those and, like, being fascinated. And that's kind of why I got into this in the first place. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm kind of mad I didn't get the General Grievous mug. That sounds awesome. Yeah. But, but I will say, to the effect of the Chupacabra, yeah, if I'm you have sorry, yeah. any, inf- if if you are interested, um, so genuinely, yeah, genuinely, <laughs> I think that there we just need maybe some more time, um, some more study. But if you are interested, you should check out Benjamin Radford, um, his research study. Maybe we can put yeah. So it's uh, it in the show write notes. it down. HTTPS colon slash slash www.wikipedia.org. I think we just gave away the fact that we used Wikipedia. Wikipedia! <laughs> that was pretty much the only source I consulted was Wikipedia and what I remembered from reruns of Monster Quest 10 years ago. That's so funny. But, um, but yeah, like there are a lot of inconsistencies, but there are some things that are like, hmm, that kind of checks out. Like, for instance, and I'll give one piece and then we can move forward. The majority of sightings of the uh, chupacabra are normally by you know your cattle ranchers farmers or country folk country and folk. and often those sightings are debunked to be like okay so like those, those are coyotes those are coy- so yeah it's like a fox or a big cat coyote those are the type of people you know your cattle ranchers your co- just your country folk country, you'd expect to know you'd expect them to know what a coyote would look, yeah, look like, like right so, often. so it's like it is like Interesting. That's, the weird, that's like the weird tension for a lot of these. Is like yeah. most of these, most of these look like real things, mm-hmm. but most people who live there would know what that looks like versus what it doesn't look like. You know, so it's exactly like, that's why it's such a compelling argument. And often, often, and especially what um, Radford talks about in his book, um, and his book is titled uh, "Tracking the Chupacabra." He did like five years of work. Um, and it was published by uh, the University of New Mexico. So it's not like he's just some joke. This is a, an established and credible university. As, as credible as, as, as zoology. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? But he attributed um, something that is called, um, let's see, Scarcoptus scabi, which in other words is also referred to as scabies. So, and scabies mm-hmm. is basically like, they're like little insects that burrow in your skin Ooh. and make it really itchy and stuff. And to the point to where you itch your fur off. Um, and that's why, and, and that's why, yeah, and that's why it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like that could be a thing. You know what I mean? So I think we can say it. Chupacaba canceled. Canceled. I don't buy it. 
I don't, I don't buy you, Chupacabra. I don't believe you. I don't, I don't believe, believe it. You. All right. Well, moving on. Moving you have on. a hot take? I don't, yeah. I don't, well, just about the Chupacabra, like, one last point. It's, like, it's so new, and it's just not, like, they don't even know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, so moving on, I will go with my next pick. Is going to be the alligators in the sewers. So I was kind of like back and forth with this one because I'm a like, DC character. What? Isn't that based off of like a DC villain? Oh, Killer Croc. Yeah. In Suicide Squad. No. I, well, I bet. I bet this is where they got the Killer Croc idea. Yeah. Because this is like this dates back like the 1930s. Yeah. Oh, so, that's what I was asking. My bad. Yeah. So I don't. I was just like, should I do the Jersey Devil? But I'm like, I can't even. I can't even present like. A, some, a halfway credible case for the Jersey Devil of being like, oh, this could be real. It's like, no. It's like a literally like a goat bat monster that came out of a cursed mother. I don't know. I was like, yeah. But this one I actually also believe in. So, okay. So, little background. There's this like longstanding myth and urban legend that alligators live in the sewers of New York City. And basically, most, pe- most New Yorkers, if you ask them, basically say, oh, this isn't real. There are no alligators down there. Um, we've done extensive searches and valid scientific research and found no crocodiles or alligators down there. Um, but what I, the reason I think it's real is, one, so there are around 11,000 miles of sewers in New York City. They started building in like the 1870s. And we have, we have valid scientific reports in the from the 1930s of the people finding actual live alligators in the sewers of new york so basically there was this group of teenagers in the bronx shoveling snow and they're around a pothole and they hear like this like this like low growl and they look and there's like a seven foot crocodile uh-uh. down there no sir seven foot alligator. so they like, sure? they, like lift it out and tries to attack them so they beat it to death with the shovel oh. and they found out it's like it's like 200 pounds Oh and yeah, like and cooked, so, like cooked it with a shovel. It's that easy to kill. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that, like, I don't know, teenagers with shovels killing a like a full grown alligator. Like those things take golf balls to the head. I know, <laughs> and are like, like don't, they, don't even yeah. blink. Yeah, eat Chubb's arm off and Happy Gilmore. Like, what? <laughs> like these are tough creatures. Yeah, rip Chubb. But um, and then so this is this is like the most interesting part is so. Teddy May, who was the manager of the Department of Sewers in New York, mm-hmm. was getting all these reports from workers about, like, their alligators. And he wasn't believing them. He thought they were drunk or, like, not not seeing things straight. So he went and investigated himself, and he reported seeing, like, three alligators the first time he went down, just swimming around down there. So he had, he had teams of people with rifles go down there just – Gator shooting. Gator shooting. Gator shooting. I said, yeehaw, come on. Florida Gators ain't got nothing on us. The Ohio State Buckeyes. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes, sir. But, yeah, I don't know. So, like, there are actual, like, all that is compelling that even if there aren't any more, there were alligators in the sewers at one point. Yeah. And, like, some fuddy-duddy lame scientist said, oh, alligators can't live in there because of low temperatures and bacteria for human feces, which is, like, very valid, but whatever. He's probably an idiot. Yeah, he's probably dumb. He probably doesn't. He's probably doesn't. He, yeah, he's not. He's not a. Crypt, he's not a cryptozoologist. He's not a real scientist. He doesn't study yeah. cryptozoology. Probably but yeah, man. yeah, they're like long-term survival is pretty much proven to be impossible. Um, but also, these sightings are not just from the 1930s because they, New York Police Department, found a caiman in like 
a pile of wet leaves. Actually. Which is like a little crocodile. Yeah, like ten five years ago. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. I'm not going to New York no more. So that's why I think yeah, I think they're I think they're actually live alligators in the sewers. I need proof. Let's go down there. Down there in Col- you think they're in Columbus? Jeez, that would be that I would used to go down there. Yeah, the storm drains? Yeah. Hot take, that's Pennywise. <laughs> Pennywise is, Georgie, is actually... Hi, hi Georgie. Hi, oh, Georgie. Watch your boat back, Georgie. Uh-uh. You think that's just a big crocodile? That's where that came from? Yeah, he's actually just a crocodile. Yeah, maybe time. Stephen King was like... With painted on it. Yeah, painted on it, or it was like just cleaning out a storm drain. Could you imagine? Just He takes a mask off, and it was an alligator the whole time. He's like, time. oh, that's way less... Yeah, it's like... Oh, that's way less supernatural exciting than if you were a dem- demonic crazy Satan clown. So should we should we end this talk on the most credible and um, widely renowned cryptic case? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What, tell. What do you have in mind? All right, drum roll, please. Boom. Yeah, they can they can really tell if there's no one in here. Yeah, and we really are <laughs> in the bathroom. Good thing it's uh, an audio meeting. Are right, you ready? <laughs> The Boogeyman! <laughs> Come on, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Come on, the Boogeyman. That's like it not could, even a It could thing. be a thing. The, well, is the Loch Ness, is the chup- as we learned, is the Chupacabra a specific thing? Well, no, okay, like, even no. in cryptozoology, these At are At least names. we know where the Boogeyman lives. The, apparently, the Chupacabra's all over the place. Boogeyman's under my bed. But it's like... Okay, so with with like regular cryptids, we don't even know where these things live, but at least they have names. The boogeyman is for the things we don't know exist. But the boogeyman does have a name. Like it's a, called general, the it's a general name. Like it's like for the things we don't act, even understand to be cryptids. That's not true. Like it's the most nondescript of nondescript titles. Give me your a, definition of cryptozoology. Like even Slenderman is more. Like Slenderman is more specific than and like more likely to be real than the boogeyman. The boogeyman is world renowned and. He's he's yeah. he's a cryptic. Uh-huh. There's no way he's not okay. a cryptic. What's he the boogeyman? What does he look like? You tell me. No, you tell me. You're the one. This is your pick. You tell no, me. Oh no, you tell me. Since you know so much, I'm saying hey, that ain't a cryptid. That ain't a real cryptid. I don't buy it. Do we know what the chupacabra du- looks like? The boogeyman is double canceled. At least we kind of have some ideas of what. The okay, the jig is up. I'm gonna be honest. I have zero research on the boogeyman. Yeah, if if you could, so. He's been like looking off of a Google Doc this whole time because I write my notes and he types them and there's just it says hot take colon the boogeyman no, no notes nothing. nothing that is the nothing. end of the doc <laughs> so he and really it's, came it's, in cold exactly just directly under my Wikipedia link my live link to Wikipedia of the tracking the chupacabra which is okay great. well uh, if we want to give a face to the boogeyman there's the Mothman in Point Pleasant Ohio. So it was like this flying – so the Mothman was like this flying monster that looked kind of like a giant insect yeah. that apparently attacked people uh-huh. for about a week before the collapse of the Ohio – a bridge across the Ohio River that killed hundreds of people. And some people think oh. it's a herald of bad news. Um, and sightings kind of dropped off after that. So that's probably the boogeyman. The oogeyman? Oogie. The boogeyman? The boogeyman. What? Yeah, but it's crazy because like nobody's seen – there were like some Mothman sightings in the seventies, but these were like in the early twentieth century. Nobody's seen the Mothman since. That's, do you have any? Last it's a hometown hero. Any lasting opinions? Yeah, Boogeyman's not real. You heard it here first. 
right, on the count Boogeyman of three, Boogeyman is, is double-canceled. Don't fear the Boogeyman. Wow. Monster in your closet. Case that, is still so out on that one. That was so pre-practiced. <laughs> well, with that I being know, said. I'm not going to do, yeah, I'm not going to do Jersey Devil, so we should probably just do honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. And, and I've got one. We both prepared one that's just like, there's no way. There's just no way this thing is real. Um, so you want to you want to start? Or you want me to start? That was my boogeyman. That was yours. You already did your dumb one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, so uh, Tim or TJ wanted me to tell wanted me to tell his ridiculous one, which was the Northwest Tree Octopus, huh? which is just like this internet scam of like they made this <laughs> fake website about this uh, terrestrial tree octopus that needed like. That was endangered and needed protection and funding. It was basically this giant pyramid scheme. They're like, save the Northwest tree octopus. And it's just like, they have like this big, this like stock. If you go to the website, this is like this stock image of like a dried octopus on a Christmas tree. And it's just like, what? Not the tree octopus. Not the tree octopus. Um, But my stupid ridiculous one is Orangbati. So this, this, this is a winged orangutan. Yes. That lives, so it's like an orangutan with bat wings that lives in islands in Indonesia and carries off naughty children from villages. Uh-uh. And some people believe this. Uh-uh. So he's like, he's like there, I don't know, he's like there, like, equivalent of getting coal for Christmas, I guess, is this deranged flying Krampus. monkey will steal you and kill you in his, in his remote mountain hideaway. You want to hear my hot take about what the next cryptid? Krampus is real? Santa Claus. Santa that Claus is a good is a one. Yeah, is Santa Claus real? Santa Claus is a cryptic. He's a cryptid? He's a cryptic. Yeah, do, do you think there's a branch of cryptozoology about Santa? Because we don't know. Nobody knows. Can we start it? Can we start Santa Claus hunting? We could. Drop out of school. Wait down go there next to the pole. cookies. Sawed off shotgun under the table. I need to know where my cookies go. Where do my cookies go? That defies, that defies every law of relativity. That Wait. they are there when I leave them. And then they're gone. I, I think we're trailblazing the field of cryptozoology because I don't think they ever considered Santa to be a cryptid. Uh-oh. That's why. Yeah, uh, he... Did we just become cryptics? Did we just become cryptozoologists? No! <laughs> I mean, it's not that easy. These aren't even real things. You know how hard it is? It's not that hard to do this. Hey, Santa Claus could be real. He was an elf, though. A lot of people saw him in Central Park. In Elf, you know, and he's oh, like the, the, famously played by Will Ferrell. Yeah, famously played by Will Ferrell, and um, but he's real though. Oh, what Ed Asner is Santa? He's in Dead to Me. He's um the old guy in Dead to Me. So funny, funniest character in that show. Oh, Ed, I forgot about him. Watch Dead to Me, great movie. There's yeah, so yeah, there are some Santa Claus sightings, but that's a good one. We didn't even write that down. We just thought of that right now. That's that's the power of spontaneous podcasting. Amazing. So, um, yeah, so Orang Batty, probably canceled. <laughs> Santa Claus, hopefully that never Cage is still out. I hope it's never. I still don't know. Because that would be they Christmas. Still told me. It's, not like, it's not like there's any other important things that happen that we celebrate on Christmas or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's crazy, too, because my parents still haven't. We, I never had the Santa Claus isn't real talk. I had to learn that from TV. How sad is that? That sucks. Like, I don't like it. And like all, there's a lot of Christmas specials about kids like believing in Santa Claus, but being, or like believing in Santa Claus and people make fun of him, but then he's real, like the Tim Allen movie. Oh yeah. But I just I learned from TV that they're like, oh yeah, Santa Claus is not real. Like, yeah, Santa Claus sucks. was in was he was in Night at the Museum. He was. 
Mm-hmm. Was he friends with uh, with Robin Williams, Theodore Roosevelt? Probably. Dang, those were good movies too. Dang, that's another one. Do another cryptids do museum wax statues come to life? Do your to make your Toy Story? Yeah, Toy Story. <laughs> do your toys come alive? Dang, cryptozoology is a massive field. Now that we think about it. Is Mattress Firm real? <laughs> is Mattress Firm real? Wyoming? I ain't never seen nobody in there. Is Wyoming real? You ever been to Wyoming? You've literally never met someone from Wyoming. I guarantee you. You've never been there nor met someone. Do people really like Premier League? Yes. Maybe the Premier League fans? Is that a cryptid? I mean, I've never been to Manchester. How can I be a fan? Fair. I kinda, I've been to Barcelona, kinda, though. I don't know. I also kind of like ripped into... Premier League two weeks in a row because I, I, that was my overrated sport last week. Oh, rip. Dude, it's Premier a world sport. Like, yeah, but nobody – it's like if you're a U.S. fan and you just pick a, a city that you've never seen before or know nothing about, then like that's just weird, you know? That's weirder than Chupacabra. Like what is the th- – like that's like believing in – Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. Dude, I, one more thing before we wrap up. When I saw Rise of Skywalker in theaters, when we thought Ray killed Chewbacca with Force Lightning, we just just laughed. I literally we were just so. I was just like, "That's so ridiculous!" Like, yeah, yeah, like she just Force Lightning and roast and made a Chewbacca cue, Chewbacca cue, no barbecue Chewbacca. And they didn't even, yeah, and they didn't even kill him off. They could have done something powerful. This is this is not a this is not a. Star Wars, this is not a new trilogy Star Wars critique podcast, but it very well could be in a few weeks. Dun, 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 Because, like, at least with the prequels, I talked about General Grievous, like, they were good, but I kind of, they weren't, like, good when I first saw them, but I kind of came around to them with these new Star Wars movies. I'm just like, Yeah. Jeez, it is also so hot in here. Yeah, I know. I'm, literally, like, I'm literally dripping wet right now. That's dang, that's That's what you get for recording in a bathtub. So, thank you for listening, guys. Um, we're gonna keep coming out with new content. Hopefully, let if you know who we are, let us know about merch coming soon. Merch coming soon. Uh, let us know if you have. You okay, this this is an altar call. If you have a bathtub just sitting around, maybe not even connected to your to to your where your bathtub would be. If you just have a bathtub laying around, we'll take it because it is. There's no way it is as gross as this one. There's that literally a pile well. of human hair behind me. I would, deli- you can, I would if you I would watch, if you go- look. So you're listening to the podcast right now. If you look at the image, you can see it behind me. Yes. In the back right Which, corner. I took that picture. I took it. No the photo creds. I hey, claim my guy, photo creds right now. This is the guy who discovered Santa as a cryptid. You heard it here first. Santa is a cryptid. T-shirts coming out soon. Dang, I can't. I love Christmas. It's gonna be so. I just with as hot as it is, I just can't stop thinking about how nice Christmas. Free stuff. And I got like a Christmas birthday, so Christmas has always kind of sucked, but I don't know. Mm. It's still such a fun Dang holiday. Man. And we're going to go cryptid hunting. Yeehaw. Cool. So uh, thank you for listening to Bathtub Full of Questions live from an actual incredibly uncomfortable bathtub. Uh, I'm your host, Chet. This is Andrew Sim. Thank you for listening. Chupacabra's not real. Mukele Mebe is. Santa Claus might be. Good night, guys. <laughs>